That's the proper way to do it. <laughs> there you go. That's I didn't the even say hello this way time. Way to do it. <laughs> yep. Good. Good, just good, hitting good. that button. All right, because we uh, we did, we just kind of got into that. We have to play our theme song first, obviously. Let's so go. Gonna, yeah, let's do it. Cha 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 cha. He's I'm the sorry. loneliest guy in the world. Oh, I'm sorry about that car. I was so up, and now I'm. <laughs> I'm now, now I'm so down. How could you be down there all cheering for you? Yeah, they are. Yep. Happy 9-11. How was your day? Oh, man. It was, uh, you know, 9-11 being two Eventful. days ago, I've recovered. I've recovered from, <clears throat> you know, the that uh, you know, remembrance. I've recovered from the remembrance of two days yep. ago. Uh, other Do than that. you know that, I watched uh, the full live stream of the 9-11 event that happened? That is psychotic. <laughs> I did that is on, psychotic. Straight up on 9-11. I was working on a project, and I was like, you know what? I usually watch, like, uh, fucking... Working um, on a project might be carrying a lot of weight right there. What what kind of project? Excel sheets, brother. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, all right. All right. Excel sheets with a lot of plain coordinates. Because that's, like, one of, the, that's one of those that I don't know if you would have realized that you should go back and, and do one of your uh, attention FBI listeners. This is satire kind of bits. Right, <laughs> I yeah. was working on a project watching 9-11 footage. Yeah, I did. I was on YouTube. I was like, what to watch today? Because I didn't want to watch War Room because there was going to be some sort of a 9-11 special. So uh, I was like, I want to So you decided to watch 9/11. the actual 9-11 yeah, special? I did, dude. And I got to tell you, there's some shocking moments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's two particularly shocking moments that I remember. Well, actually, yeah, I, I am goofing around. I did do this, but there really was a weird moment. Working um, on a project. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the next ones down. Um, how do I explain this? Okay, so... Um, it, it's very unclear when you watch the original footage for the two and a half hours of the events as they occur. First uh-huh. of all, it's really weird the way they... I don't remember if I was watching a singular news broadcast... I think I was watching a singular NBC news broadcast from the start to the finish of that whole event. Okay. And um, it's really, two things are really weird. Number one, the way that they talk about the Pentagon getting hit is really weird and and really? kind of funny. Like, they're like, oh, a building hit the Pentagon, and then they don't really, like, they didn't show any images of a it. building hit the pentagon <laughs> that's the new <laughs> conspiracy theory is that the the, the the plane hit the world trade center which then flew into the pentagon <laughs> that's the new shit right there <laughs> Stupid. that's the new shit oh god okay keep sorry keep going i keep derailing so, you so the pentagon thing was really weird but here's what was really weird so you got a static image, basically, the building's on fire the whole time. Mm-hmm. And the the first video that NBC, at least, and it looked like it was, like, uh, probably one, one of the camera crews on the ground. It wasn't, like, a stationary camera from a building, which is a lot of the times you get the view of the stationary cameras from the building where the poofs of smoke come out from different windows. Like, uh, yeah. they're, like you know, that there was a collapse, like a, a, a planned collapse. What's really weird... And again, I was in kindergarten when the event actually happened. I lived within viewing distance of the towers, so I remember 
I had a static image of it. It's one of the, or my earliest memories as a kid. But when you're watching it on the news, there's a moment between when the, 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 when the first tower collapses. It's very unclear in the, in the news broadcast when the first tower collapses. Not hmm. in terms of time, but in terms of a comparative between different events. So this, the plume of smoke is, is obfuscating so much of the tower that in the news broadcasts, they didn't know if the tower suffered a full collapse or not. Even though you're looking at it, it's really difficult to tell. But there's a moment where there's a clearly the towers are both still standing. And on the broadcast, they go, and we're getting word of an explosion in another tower nearby. Oh, interesting. And it's very unclear if they're talking about Building 7 or if they're talking about something happening inside of one of the two buildings. Because they say, in a building nearby, and then they immediately, the conflicting reports start coming in, that it was an explosion mm. in the one of the two buildings. And it was reported immediately as probably a structural collapse. But it's really weird, like, Building 7 is like one of those, um, oh, I forget what they call it, but like Berenstein Bears or the... F yeah, yeah. You know what that, that thing um, is where you're like not yeah, quite sure. Uh, uh, the uh, Mandela Effect. Mandela Effect, There's a yeah. very weird Mandela Effect of like, it doesn't appear clear to me. From that singular broadcast, I only watched one two-hour broadcast. Maybe I'll go back some days and reminisce on the others. <laughs> but I, is, you still got a lot of things to do on your project. Yeah, so a there's... lot of things to do on the whole project. And, and it's just completely unclear when Building 7 goes down, and if what they meant was there was like a small structural collapse in, 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 the, in the... I think it's Tower 1 is the one that goes down first. Um, mm. really odd, just really strange when you actually go back and you watch it. Cause you know, I don't know how they know how the buildings collapsed. Cause weren't they just watching the news? Like the rest of it, there was no, like, there's no black box in the building that tells you what part structurally failed. There was no, there's no timeline earth at the time to tell you what to believe. Absolutely not. And not to go back <laughs> and really watch the first, you know, the firsthand accounts and the I, primary source you know, material. You're it, what, while you're talking about this, Again, it's I don't know if it quite qualifies as the Mandela effect, but you know, I don't think I watched a, a minute of it. Oh, um, wow, that would be very unusual because didn't most people yeah, watch it? Yes, but hear? I was <laughs> <laughs> Well, I w I was in 8th now I did watch afterwards. You were in eighth I, grade? I remember that. I was in 8th grade. Vivek yeah. Ramaswamy was in 11th grade. Well, I told you he went to uh, law school with one of my friends. Oh, that's right. We that's right. We yeah. had to follow up on that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I only say that. So I yeah, I guess he's only like three years older than me, and Obviously my friend is like older, two yeah. two years older than me. But, um, you can run for president. Yeah, in so a few I, years, next few seasons yeah, of the show. Yeah. No, I could run for president now. I think. Right. Thirty-five. Yep. Jesus, we're getting old. Fuck! I remember I know, when I was man. like twenty-two, and you were a chipper twenty-nine. I know. In any case. In any case, I so I was in I believe I was in band class. Nice. What did um, you play? A trumpet. Let's fucking go, dude. Yeah, man. Let's fucking yeah. go. Uh and we got an announcement and it's you know it's funny like looking back and the the clips and memories you remember. I mean, I, I was old enough 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I wasn't like young, young, uh, but uh, yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, I remember that the they came on the intercom and said there was like some I don't remember what how they phrased it, but some, you know, big thing happening and everybody needed to come to the I think the gymnasium. Um, <clears throat> and I don't even remember being there. What, I remember the, uh, getting called the big, there. Do you remember if the big thing was what you think it is? You know, it was 9-11. Oh, no, no, no. Had no idea. Well, oh, they just and, said it was a big thing. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. And, like, nobody had cell phones or anything like that, right. you know, as you know. So it wasn't like anybody knew anything outside of what might come over an intercom. Uh-huh. Um, and so I, I think – and then and, – and, again, I don't even remember being in the gym, gymnasium, but I guess that's where they told us. And I remember distinctly joking with one of my friends that it was, like, another Monica Lewinsky thing. Oh, um, my God. I have, Very I have topical. A flash, I have a flash of that going through my head. Mm-hmm. Um, of like that state, I remember walking to where we needed to go and like joking about that. And I remember where I was when we, when we, I don't remember which one of us said it, but I remember that. And then I don't remember the gym. I don't remember really being told, but then we closed down the school. And so we all had to wait to like, kind of get pick, picked up from school. And in that time I just went back <clears throat> like, cause the band room was really, it was a cool place to hang out. It was like not in the school it, or, I mean, it was on the grounds, but it was like not a classroom, I guess. So it was just fun to hang out there. Um, so a bunch of us just went back there and we had one of those rolly TVs. You remember those? <clears throat> like sure. the TV. Oh you know? man. I've seen some tragedies and, from those. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. Nine 11, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they rolled the the, the TV band and teacher. They said, "All right, you got to watch this." <laughs> no, they did. well because they were basically killing time. And then you time. picked up your trombone and went. Yeah, no, no. I remember watching it there, and that was the first time I had heard the name Osama bin Laden. We didn't know how to pronounce it, except one kid did, and that's another thing I remember is we were all like Osama bin Laden. Horton. Yeah, it was Scott Horton. It was Scott Horton. No, and he was like, "No, it's Osama bin Laden," and we were like, "How did the." Do you know that? Um, and I remember what that kid looks like. Can't remember his name. Wow. That's all I remember. For, uh, that's all I, re- I, I didn't watch. And I, I, so obviously this was like, it was probably CNN or something like that. And so I watched after all of it had happened, kind of the post coverage, you know, in the late morning. And then I got picked up from school and I don't, I don't remember what happened. After really that, but... weird that in North Carolina, <clears throat> North Carolina, in North Carolina, that would be happening. I just, what? It, picking up from school? No, just like the re. Uh, Braxton McCoy tweeted something recently. He was like, remember, like, in 2001, there were guys from, like, way outside of New York, like, rural guys who went and picked up a a gun to go and fight for a tragedy that happened to a bunch of New Yorkers. And he was like, well, it it wasn't just New York, though. Still that country there. But I guess it wasn't New York, but it kind of was. No, the entire, the entire, um, the entire every airplane was grounded that one airplane went down in Pennsylvania. The other, oh, you know, they hit I, the Pentagon Yeah, and we're at the East coast We're I'm, you know, Raleigh's like a, uh, I guess, and I guess four his or five test, hour drive was in a very far away place compared to even the East coast. But. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean the, the concern was like, what the hell is happening? Right. And is yeah. this going to continue happening all day on the Eastern seaboard? Not that like where I grew up was particular, you know, would be a target really, you know, for anybody that, wanted to make people care about anything. Can you imagine but, if that um, was in the age of podcasting? I know it was in the age of, like, golden age of fucking shock jock radio, but... Right, yeah, it was. Yeah. I can't even imagine what it would have been like in the age of podcasting. 
Have you seen how much, speaking of Shock Jock Radio, and I want to get back to this, but just as a brief interlude, have you seen how much of a pussy Howard Stern has become? Oh, it's unbelievable. I feel so vindicated as I've never been a Stern fan. My dad is never been a Stern fan. Yeah, it feels so vindicated that like the pussy that we all knew existed in his heart for... (laughs) It's crazy. It's great to watch it coming out like just an abusive, mean... Creep, and his girlfriend is like threatening to break up with him because he won't drop the COVID bullshit. He's so yeah, it's, it's crazy, incredibly, it's incredible stuff. Anyway, so so the 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 one thing I remember almost immediately coming out was: Do you remember there was a discrepancy? Uh, I think it was like a British, a BBC broadcast where they announced I, I, it might have been Tower Seven came down like thirty minutes before it happened. Never seen it, so I truly I can't. Oh, this was this was like say. a <clears throat> this was like one of the first things that I remember immediately after nine eleven, like that day. You're maybe, telling me being, primary source, you remember that? No, I don't remember it because I wasn't watching. Okay, I, I probably watched. I mean, I have no clue because I just don't have that much memory. But I probably watched ten minutes of of post coverage while I was waiting for my <laughs> folks to pick me up. It's a great, uh, it's a fun way to phrase it. Like it's post coverage. <laughs> like- yeah, post ca- the post game. I watched the post game. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so no, I don't. But no, this is a this is a popular one. You can still find the the clips. I, I assume, but I think it was BBC. Um, some reporter announced it. I think it was. Trade Center 7, they announced like the collapse like a half hour before it actually That's happened. really interesting like because, and I don't know what explains that at all. I'm sure there's a number of explanations, conspiratorial, true, and otherwise. Um, right. But what's really weird is now that contrasts with what I just watched day of as my little anniversary ceremony. <laughs> Nobody fucking knew what happened. Yeah, it's yeah. really weird. Like the people on, they had. I was, I think it was NBC, whatever it was. They had cameras on the ground talking to people while it was fucking happening. And when the plume of smoke is coming down and and, abs- and just absorbing blocks and blocks of 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 people and cars, they're like walking away from it, pointing the camera at it. And all the reporters are like, we gotta get the hell out of here. They didn't yeah. know what happened, and not just on the well, ground. Th- the people looking from buildings didn't know that the, the number one went down when it went down. Well, yeah. I mean, there were, I think there was a whole lot of confusion, not just, and yeah. I see your point to like watching it and not really knowing, but also there were just so many events that happened in a very close time period. Like yeah. plane hits building one, plane hits building two, building one falls down, building two falls down, something hits the Pentagon, a plane goes, quote unquote plane goes down in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Um, the entire uh, U.S. airspace is grounded. Uh, it was just like all of that in the span of three or four hours. It was it was just a very, you know a quick a, a very fast sequence of events. Yeah, re- relatively and and it, and so every time people were trying to grapple with what had just happened, some other huge event Something, happens. Yeah, you know, and that's how it felt. Felt like yeah. it was long periods of absolutely nothing, and then within like a ten minute span, everything kind of pops off. Like it burns for a while, right. and then in like mm-hmm. a ten to twenty minute span, it's like, what the fuck is going on at this point? Is odd. Yeah. And anyway, um, that. So whatever you feel about that, that's what that is. Speaking of uh, the Jets, <clears throat> <laughs> an even bigger tragedy. I, was gonna, I literally the exact same. <laughs> Searching for the sense of how to describe an even larger tragedy than 9-11 is what happened to the Jets a few days ago. 
Aaron Rodgers pops his, I think they're saying it's an Achilles, first play yeah. of the game. Mm-hmm. Boy, does it not look like that's what really, speaking of things that look like they might not really <laughs> things happen. That, things that fell down for no reason. <laughs> things that fell down and we're not quite sure who knew about it and for how long. He looks, oh. straight up looks like he just sits down. They play this video of his little leg bending forward. I get that he's an older guy. No. He's not even that old. He didn't happen. It did Aaron Rodgers is not injured right now. He didn't want to yeah. play for the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to live in New York for a season to get away from his bitch of a wife who he's probably been at war with since the Trump stuff came out. And he wanted a nice getaway. And now he's sitting out for the season. And the Jets still won, but it doesn't feel that way. So I thought that was pretty good. Do you think they yeah. had a talking to? Like, do you think the the NFL had a talking to with him? Because this was my dad's theory. My dad texted me, and let me find the texts. There you go. Okay. This is what he wrote to me five minutes after it was happened. He went, they... <gasps> He, they told him to sit for the season. That's the first thing he said. They told him what? to sit for the season. And I go, who's they? And he, literally <clears throat> the message after this says, we'll find out soon enough. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. He's a truther and Aaron Rodgers yes, truther. My, yes. <laughs> my father well, Bert, is much like, a truther. Much, <laughs> much like the uh, original 9-11 footage, I also didn't watch the first few plays of the Jets game, no. so I can't speak from a, as a primary source here. But I did see, uh, I did see unbelievable the, uh, stuff. I think Aaron replay. Aaron's not on because we couldn't get his mic fixed, and I banned him from the show. Um, <laughs> Aaron literally wrote, "Boy, the snakes are the the Jets are snake bitten," and it, boy, it does feel that way. It feels really that way. New Jersey Jets, uh, everybody. So, yeah. Everybody else is fine about that. Nobody cares. I mean, yeah, I don't really, you know, one way or another. Why, but why would they want Aaron Rodgers to sit for the season? <laughs> we got to go over the line for me to give you my dad and I. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> and it actually All involves right. a very similar reasoning to the first 9 11. <laughs> <laughs> the same group made dude, it happen oh my god dude danced all the, the way second, to the I, bank <laughs> oh my god we need to refer to that the aaron Rodgers thing is the second the 9-11 second that's, that's, do you remember like 10 years later there was a 9-12 do you remember that Oh, what was that? Because that was like a meme, right? Like 9-11-2, What was that? I got to chat GPT this kind of a question. And maybe I'm wrong, but wasn't there uh, an event that happened on 9-12 of a following year that was similar and happened in New York and involved a helicopter? What? Um, Yes. There was an event involving a helicopter in New York on September 12th. In September 12th, uh, a helicopter crashed into a building in the city. Uh, it doesn't say what building. Uh, hold on. Let me regenerate it. Maybe it will. No, that's not true. It's talking about a different event. I'll have to search for it. But like, it was either a year later or 10 years later. There was another event that happened where a helicopter crashed into a building in New York City on 9-12. Which they were now that you're happened. saying that, they I vaguely remember somewhere. this. They got to find. I vaguely it remember this. 
It happened. I remember it vividly. <laughs> That's why I can't describe <laughs> it at all. <laughs> Helicopter crash. It happened New somewhere. York. Oh, 2011. Uh, was it Kobe dying? I don't remember. No. Kobe death. <clears throat> Kobe Do you remember when they landed that plane in the East River there? Dude, that's so crazy. Sully? That was nuts. Is that what the pilot's name was? Yeah, the pilot, they made a movie about the guy. Is that right? Uh, movie about Sully the pilot. Yeah, and I think, was it uh. Tom Hanks? Yes! This is turning into a really entertaining podcast, dude, I'm sure, for everybody. As no, we just dude. remember old movies and events that didn't happen dude, and Google you gotta them. watch <laughs> Tom Hanks in Sully, Miracle on the Hudson. It's a biopic about Sully, directed by Clint Eastwood. Oh, that sounds amazing. It was really a good movie. They go. <laughs> should we go watch? Should we each go watch it now? Leave the microphones on. And come back in an hour and a half <laughs> and talk about it. <laughs> yeah. It was a really. It was actually. A you could just hear movie. it in the background, just vague, just faintly in the background. <laughs> oh man, it just hit the water. Yeah, it starts uh, like at the moment, and it just goes. It's like a fucking Christopher Nolan movie. It just goes through the hours of that event, and they thought they were all gonna freeze to death. It's a good movie. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. It's a good movie. It's very truly a good movie. Anyway, I don't know. We'll have to search through the. Fucking whatever happened. Did you hear uh, other news? Let's go to unrelated. Actually, hold on. Let's. Thank you. Thank you. I see we move all the pretty ladies to the front few rows. Good looking. Like that. You don't get a car either. Neither do you. Hello, car. Thank you for joining me today on TLE Nation, the number one news podcast inside of a podcast in the nation. We have a number of pieces of news today to go through. Quite, quite a number, in fact. News item, and we'll get through this quickly. <laughs> number one. At Mothman Believer DM'd me, and this is what they're calling me now, by the way. They're calling me Mr. Newsman. I don't know if you've seen this on the timeline. I'm now being called Mr. Newsman. He goes, Mr. Newsman, I'm not sure if this counts as a spill you'd report on, but I did see 30 African migrants, in, in, in parentheses, I assume, exit out of four <laughs> vehicles on the interstate this morning. In more parentheses, which is odd because I'm in Kentucky. <laughs> New Mexico, Great parenthetical not that work weird. There, that's Florida, not that weird. Yeah, Kentucky, <laughs> Kentucky, no the African most landlocked migrants. state. Yeah. Thirty uh, African migrants, I assume, should go on a I t-shirt. assume, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I am assuming. <laughs> so there's your spill tracked. Everybody was saying. We haven't tracked a spill in a while. There you go. 30 African migrants spilled onto an interstate somewhere in Kentucky. <laughs> I got, I, I've never seen anything like it. I, I, neither have I, but I don't live in Kentucky. So I've I, never seen 30 African Americans in one place at a time, let alone 30 <laughs> African migrants on the interstate highway somewhere in Kentucky. Yeah. Never seen it's it. It's quite a time to be alive. Next piece of news. Okay. 
America's biggest trading partner. I should have probably done this one for bird watching because I'm gonna I'm gonna have a moment here. <clears throat> America's biggest trading partner, Carr. Who is it? Uh, is it China? It's China, or it was China. Oh boy! Until this morning. Well, I guess until the month of July. I guess they don't know exactly which morning, but this morning they finally <laughs> pulled up the data. They got the data in. America's number one trading partner, accounting for 14.6% of all trade between the U.S. and another country. That's China. 15% now. Our southern neighbor, Mexico, has overtaken... China. That's what I would have guessed. Yeah. Yes, and I'm very happy about that personally. I think that's really good. Hell yeah. I think it's really good. I I, I like it a lot. Um, and I wanted to just briefly go through the reasons why I like it. First okay. of all, I will admit China does things that are better than Mexico, though few and far between. There are some great things about China. And Carr, I welcome you to muse on this as well at any time that you see fit. First of all, the Great Wall. It's big. It's very big. Says it all. It's a really good thing that they made. I don't remember, you know, I don't remember a time there. Not like in Mexico. We've had great times, both you and I, in Mexico. Never seen Ups that wall. So barely exists. You got to go for the technology production in China, obviously. It's not even close. Mexico is just decades behind in terms of that. Similarly, in terms of infrastructure, Chinese infrastructure is very big, very impressive. Mexico could... Use a little work in that respect. And then finally, another thing I want to really bring up is pandas. Pandas are pretty good. Sure. Very cool. Sure. So China has that over Mexico, but Mexico has a lot of cool stuff. Some of those oh, yeah. things include a thing that is known as Mexican time. Have you ever heard of this? Have not. It's a variation on Indian time bleep time and all the other kinds of <laughs> Irish time and all the other kinds of times, you just be a little late. And that's okay. Cool. In China, yeah. if you're a little late, I'm not kidding about this. I've read Uyghur, I've read the documents about where they have all those Uyghurs in camps. They keep them to a real strict schedule. You get a, you get a butt whipping. You get a butt whipping if you're late in China. Another thing that Mexicans are masters at is spontaneity. I've never seen Mexican people assemble for a party quicker. They're the oh, fastest. Oh, that is people, the truth, right? My goodness, Mexican you, people you are see zero to party within minutes. Minutes. You see two Mexican people like just kind of come together, and all of a sudden, there's seventy children in a bounce castle. Yeah, and they've moved half of their old clothes out to the street. They've put a table out, and now there's a yard sale going on in an afternoon. It's- very impressive. Powerful stuff. Another thing I really prefer about Mexico over China, the bold flavors. It's like a mariachi yeah. band in your mouth. Yes. Chinese cuisine is quite diverse, but diversity isn't always a strength, I would say. Another thing that you got to give to Mexico is public displays of affection are all about it in Mexico. A man shall grab his wife, give her a big smooch, and a big grab on the butt. And it's a really good thing to see. It's invigorating. In China, they don't, there is no romance. There's none of this. Very bad. Not good. Final point. 
and this is a trade point. Mexicans are some of the greatest bargainers on the face of the earth. It's an art form in, ch- in, in Mexico. In, in China, there is no such thing as bargaining. Have you ever tried to bargain with a Chinese person? Not in recent memory. Go to a, somewhere where Chinese people sell stuff and try to bargain them down. They will kick you out. They will kick you out. It's an insult. It's not a, it's not a fascination. So I think, out of all of this, Mexico's got some better trade qualities. Better trade qualities. Again, you may like kung fu. You might like fireworks. You might like those little dragon guys that they dress up in. But I will take Lucha Libre, churros, and habanero peppers over any day. Amen. Yep. I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a big Mexico supporter. I like Mexico. Huge Mexico supporter. Huge Mexico supporter. The things that they could be importing to us, again, delicious desserts. I love the mariachi mm-hmm. stuff. Have you ever seen Chinese opera? It's satanic. It's satanic. And telenovelas. Have you ever watched a telenovela car? Have you ever watched a telenovela? Of course. It's the best. It's the best. Yeah, they're great. Calls back to a better time, a truer time, a time before 9-11. Mexico still hasn't had its 9-11, so they're still, they're like the U.S. was in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Why did why did nine eleven make people afraid to be racist? Why did that happen? That's the isn't that the weirdest social effect? Yeah, I I mean was, that's when all that stuff started to change. Yeah, it kind of did. Yeah, yeah, that was an inflection point. I would say. I think. Well, oh, I know why. Um, yeah, maybe we'll save. Maybe we'll save that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume we're on the same page the here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dancing right into an over the line, dancing right into a cage at a black site is probably more like it. Somewhere, <laughs> bleep that out. <laughs> you got, I love the idea of going saying something rather mild and going, "You got to bleep that because it's about yeah. it's about the particular thing where you're not even allowed to speak mildly." Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! All right, uh, I'll, I'll maybe I'll bleep it. Good okay, luck. all right. <laughs> yep. Um, I do have two more news pieces. I want to open up the floor to you, Car. The TLA Nation is yours as much as it's mine. It's all our nation at the end of the day. Have you got any news? Yeah, I actually do have some news. This is also going to be cross. Would you like your a... real music? It's not Wilder West themed, but uh, Would yeah, you like give me the, the other music then. <laughs> No, I've already had the other Sit music. I don't need any more of that. About the internet. <laughs> Little Amal. Oh, she's on the move, folks. Yes, she's. On the move. That in my notes as well. Uh huh. And if you want to keep track of this, you can go and follow at Walk with Them All and see where she's going to end up next. She is in Philadelphia today, September 13th, and will be in the U.S. until November 5th. I believe, as far as I can tell, this is her first appearance in the U.S. uh, uh, on this particular tour. So if you are in the Philadelphia area, you can go see Little Amal. Um, <clears throat> she's going to be making her way. If my, my if my understanding is correct, she's going to be making her way across the, these United States and all the way down to 
the border of our number one trading partner. So uh, uh, keep uh, get, let's where everybody she gets kidnapped and sold into sex slavery. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sold for parts back another, to the U.S. Another classic Mexican tradition. Yeah, <laughs> cue the polka music, <laughs> cue the mariachi music. There, they got somebody throws a giant trash bag over her head and cartel members oh wheel God. her off. <laughs> In like a ceremony, like a puppet ceremony. A month later, there's a video of her. She's slightly older on two knees. They got a knife to her, and they're going, you got to get Oh, my money. God. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Come on. Sorry. It's happened multiple times. <laughs> Sorry, Mexico. Oh, my God. I will. I have, to, I have to debunk you, though. Okay. This is not the first appearance that she's had in the United States. In this On this tour. tour. Really? She was somewhere first. Where was that? She was in Ashfield, Massachusetts, visiting the Nipmunk Tribal Nation in Massachusetts. <laughs> Come on. That was the first. Real. Yes. That's another one of your made-up names. That's the first place that she was. Nipmunk? She was in Ashfield, Massachusetts, in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, at the Nipmunk Tribal <laughs> Reservation. Well, okay. I'm just saying. Uh, they no further questions, Your Honor. They, they, if you're curious where where they were, like what the name of the place is, I can't pronounce the name of the reservation, and I'm going to show you why. Carcamp, but I'd like to take you very briefly into the Zencaster chat where I've shared the Wikipedia page to the Chowbunagungongmaug Reservation. Oh, my God. Yes. Look at the sign. Look at the sign. Welcome to Webster, Massachusetts. Lake Chargogogmagchowgog Chowbungahungamog. It's 40 letters. It's 40. And they're all G's and C's. It looks like Welsh. It's 40 it's gotta letters. Be easy 40. I, that's where she was. You've been debunked. All right. Well, I'll have to take that debunking in stride. Another name, um, another name for the, the Nipmuc Nation? The Cisco family. Who knows why? Nobody knows why. Look it up. Did a deep dive into this fucking Indian reservation, dude, when I found out. Yeah, it sounds like, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm going to send you the, the Twitter page that pointed this out to me. Thank you, at Greg Ruth, otherwise known as Greg Ruth, he, him, tweeted, a strange and mysterious day here in Ashfield as we are visited by Walk With Them All, as received by representatives of the Nipmunk tribal nation, both by land and then by water. She went sailing. She went sailing in the lake. And I swear to you, at first I thought this was AI, Oh my god! I thought these images were artificial intelligence, and then I remembered: no, Little Amal is a real, like, recent phenomenon. There's no way AI is able to successfully reconstruct what she looks like. I checked all the hands. I checked everything. I checked everything. This is real. Wow! Totally real. This is this. It truly. Uh, the, I understand that the, the the ramifications of this entire experience are not really all that uh, remarkable, but this is probably one of the most psychotic, just general things going on. Yes, yes, and I think Which what our listeners great. realize about us tracking Little Amal 
is it's more like kind of traveling through a bad dream with Little Amal. <laughs> There's always something weird in the near distance with Little Amal. <laughs> yeah. We're going to find out one day that there's something very sinister behind this character. If we haven't figured that out already. I know it's Soros-backed, but he's dead now, so I killed him. Um, Jesus, no, he's dude. alive. Never mind. He's alive. <laughs> His real name is Georgi Schwartz. Welcome to the news, everyone. He died. I thought Welcome. he died. I guess maybe a Rothschild died. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it Jacob Rothschild? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Back, to mut- Back to muttering and looking things up for I'm our the podcast. news, okay? I don't tell the truth. I just report what yeah, I feel. Yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait. Have you been talking to any of the listeners, holding them accountable to attending one of these events? I have not. I have not been in, uh, in any direct conversation with anyone who is thinking about going. Uh, that's very surprising. But- yeah, I would think that someone would reach out and say, "Hey, Carl, let me buy you a beer, and let's go see a little mall." But not the case. Are you gonna not go? The case. I might. Would be a big fucking thing if you did. I think it would. Any listener, li- any listener, go to the event and then report on it for us, and then we'll have you on as a as a on the scene reporter. You'll be famous. You'll be on a show with at least 2,000 weekly listeners sometime. It's <laughs> famous. You'll be famous. Just do it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, have you seen, have you read through, this is something that I did want to talk about. I can't remember if I shared it with you in the chat, like maybe two weeks ago when I found it. But when you're talking about like sinister uh, backing, they've named each one of these events. Have you scrolled through the names of the events? They've named the events? Yes. Oh, pull it up. So pull it up. Let me drop it in the drop it in the link here or drop it in the chat because I almost want you to go through this and just tell me the ones that you find the most that sinister. Kinda, uh, it's it's uh, I'll say that it's, some are sinister and some are just so outlandishly silly that oh. it it's, serves as a. Oh, because each one of the stupid things is themed in some way. Yes. Now there is one that was very concerning. I might have actually been discussing this okay, with a listener, uh, or maybe it was the elf. All, I can't remember. Holy fuck! Is this a lot of events? Yeah, it's like Dude, fifty. She's in a. She's in multiple cities every day. Dude, she's in. Uh, she's in Louisiana on in six different uh, 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 events in three days. This woman is tireless. Yeah, All right, she's really doing the hard work. Car, these are this is a lot of events. I couldn't even begin to comment on it. Let me quickly pull up the one that I find the most alarming is actually relatively early. It's called "Where's My Ice Cream." I don't like that. Yeah, that How one is, is that she going to eat the ice cream? Very gross. So, just to, for for everybody who's not watching this because it's not visual. This is a list of, as I'm scrolling through, it might be more than 50. 50 more of her 50 events, tour yeah. stops, basically. But each of them has its own backstory and is like themed and it has a name. And I'm looking for one that I specifically sent to. I think it was the elf Ghosts I was talking to. in the Furnace. Yes, that one. Oh, what the wow. hell is that? What does that mean? <clears throat> Ghosts like, this in is the one Furnace of those, like, uh, happening on the 20th of September, 2023 at 6.30 p.m., at Cary Furnace, uh, wherever that is. I guess it's in Pittsburgh or something. As the sun sets, little Amal stumbles upon Carrie's Furnace, 
a hulking remnant of Pittsburgh's steel-forging past. There are spirits here. Are they friendly or frightening? What does that have to do with a little Syrian I don't know, man. The one immediately after that is called, I hereby declare that I'm only 10. Yeah. Celebrating the naturalization ceremony happening in the city on that day. First day of school is one of the I found a magic portal. What is this? You know what, Carl? I don't know. It's borderline, like you said, it almost feels like a fever dream, and it's borderline weird. Like it's it's everyone you could make it a, a you could you can kind of explain away, but also at the same time, it feels like they're flirting with something a little bit more weird, a little bit dark, yeah, a little bit a little bit evil and sinister. Yes, Queen of the Monarchs. Oh, a butterfly show where they cover her in butterflies. She's going to a lot of, I'm noticing, Indian reservations and at least one or two, uh, like, temples that have, like, some sort of a Southeast Asian name. I don't really know what's going on with, or, or how they book these kinds of events. This is very sinister now that you've pulled this up. Everybody go to walkwithemall.org slash events. It'll be the most page, this, the most page hits that this has seen ever, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and check out some of the names of these things and, like, go and look through them and see if you find one that's just really creepy, sinister. Uh, actually, the day of this recording, she's going to be in, as you said, Philadelphia. And one of the events is called, Will You Just Let Me Sleep? Yeah, yeah. This is very odd. I, you know, and sometimes, Carr, I think like we, we decided to track this because it started to be funny. And like I was just saying, I think it's like having Ed Gein for a neighbor. Like, it's just a... Oh, maybe he's just a little bit eccentric. Maybe this is just like an eccentric <laughs> art project. And then one day, like, he gets arrested, and you find out what was going on the whole time behind yeah, the scene. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah. I don't know. It's just so tremendously weird. It, it the, the whole thing because like what is what really is going on here? I mean, like yeah, what I think this? we're almost getting lost in the minutia yes, of like what is, what is each point? one of these events names, but think like we've got a 15 foot yeah child puppet walking across like I don't know. It's just, what are, what are we doing here? Very bad. Really demonic. Very bad. Speaking of child trafficking, so uh, Danny Masterson, the guy from that '70s show, is yeah, Holden dude. Yeah, Did you see Ashton Kutcher yeah. and Mila Kunis uh, apologize as a response. I didn't see that. Oh, no, I didn't. Boy, see that. that's funny. I don't trust my mic to be able to play the audio there, but if you get some time, just pull it up. I mean, it is hilarious. There, they basically when he went to court, you know, they have like character witnesses. Yeah. So Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are both character witnesses. They've been friends with the guy for a very long time. They're all three of them are a part of the, the Scientology temple. Um, yes. And so there's, here's the sinister thing behind the curtain. So Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis both vouch for Danny Masterson. They call him a great guy, whatever. Yeah, that information leaks. Everybody goes crazy. They put in an apology video that's like, we're sorry if, you know, the fact that we said these things that are true about the guy hurt anybody's feelings. <laughs> Like, oh my like god, like, are you serious? Because well, you know Scientology keeps these motherfuckers on a tight fucking leash. They all have right, time. Right, right. Scientology is the 
I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this because they're very litigious. Scientology is a sinister organization. And, and, and we I, really, really are flirting with a lot of stuff on this episode, man. <laughs> I know. It's, I, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that I believe that the Scientology, uh, I don't know what the organization is called, but the Temple of Scientology in the United States is probably the number one human trafficker in the entire country. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, so I'm not going to say that. But I am going to say what's really interesting is that Ashton Kutcher, if you recall not long ago, if you recall not long ago, put out a, it was either a documentary. It was it was it was an entire child trafficking project, like a, like a an anti trafficking project that he's been working on, where he's he's helped to to free, as they say, thousands of of children being trafficked. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the English? Uh, uh, comedian and TV show host Jimmy Savile. Yes, he was a notorious pedophile. Uh, I, I did not one know of that. the most prolific pedophiles in in the history of that country, probably in the history of any country. And he did it through benevolent organizations. He was a very rich mm-hmm. guy who was a quote unquote philanthropist who did a lot of children philanthropy. And in the midst of it, he raped a bunch of them while he was doing it. I mm-hmm. all I'm saying is if you if which they won't do it because they never do it but if the court and and whoever was so willed enough to do this just took a little bit deeper of a look probably into this Danny Masterson situation you would uncover a lot of people associated with that organization the Scientology Temple uh, as as being related to the situation I I, I we've known for a long time that it's a, a uh an organization that brainwashes the children under its, under its, uh, I don't even want to call it employ, but whatever. When your parents are Scientologists, you got to be one too. And they take pretty mm-hmm. specific means to make sure that you stay an influential member of that organization. You've seen all the Leah Romini stuff. Like, if your family is of any note in the Scientology temple, you're not getting out without some severe, some severe uh, uh, punishment. You see yeah. Will Smith. Uh, is uh-huh. a, is a victim of this kind of thing frequently because he's got a bad temper and he can't control his own emotions. And the Scientology Temple gave him a, a a black widow for a wife who cuts his balls off every four or five months, um, mm-hmm. Sisyphe, in a Sisyphean way. It's a this is the most sinister thing going on right now. Be really cool if little Lamal visited the Scientology Temple, uh, maybe oh once or twice. I think one day I'm going to try to infiltrate that organization. Don't think it would be too hard if you've got a, enough disposable income. <laughs> Which I don't, but I know we can organize that. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's very sinister. Um, the only other piece of news that I had, Car, and I wanted you to get your... Actually, two pieces of news. You're really going to like the second one. The first one you might be confused about. The iPhone 15 is being delayed because it's making people gay. No. What, what is this? They pulled... And this is another thing we might get sued for, by the way, but... Dude, yeah, we've really... we've. <laughs> I'm thinking back of all the things we discussed, and I'm just like, this is... All right, this is, we're gonna just, have this is a joke. <laughs> this is a joke. This is humorous. <laughs> can, we, can you copy and paste that <laughs> audio clip there to the front of the episode? <laughs> I, I forget what I did it with an episode recently and it was either over the line or, or it went on the main feed where I literally I interspersed some sort of a at yes. the beginning. I was like, 
I know. Joke. I don't remember which. Yes, it it's was. the one. I remember which one it was <laughs> because it was painfully specific and a pretty long bit <laughs> where oh, you yes. had the dog in oh, you. Yes, about me shooting people from my Dude. from my van, <laughs> and then the day afterwards, some guy attacked yeah. a Dollar General in exactly uh, that manner. <laughs> yes, dude. Yeah. Fuck. All right. Anyway. The iPhone 15 <laughs> is putting radiation into men's balls and it's castrating them. It's castrating them radioactively. So they discovered that, allegedly, this is a joke. They discovered that um, in their engineering tests before the final release of the iPhone 15. And they have since delayed the release because of concerns about radiation emitting from the phones and its effect on the testicles. Is that real? Mm hmm. That's real, I swear it. Okay. Well, so. Ladies, go get an iPhone 15. <laughs> Guys, wait for the update. Get, go know. get the Android. <laughs> yeah, go get the, get the app for the Android this time around. Yeah. You don't seem enthused uh, about radioactive castration. Oh, I'm. I'm just. Yeah. I'm are you? Are you mulling over that. in your head the what's going to come yeah. into your email? Plausi- one day? Plausible Lit- deniability. Litigation you know. being prepared yeah. against mm-hmm. Timeline yep. Earth podcast. Yep. 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 Do we have to go to court? Right? Can't we just say go fuck yourself? What are they going to do? What can they do? Oh god! Can they jail us know. for def- defamation? Do people go to jail I for that? Know, man. I. I guess I don't know. Well, I'd be I'd be fine to podcast from a prison cell anyway. Be fine. <clears throat> It'd be pretty nice to just continue podcasting from my house if possible. But last, I guess piece wherever of the wind, last piece wind of blows. All right. I think I need I need to find out which is best for this. Um, this is not really Wild West themed. Okay, we're gonna. It's time for news. America's news. Here, welcome to bird watching. Very excited to discuss this. You and I, Car Campit. Um, I would say you're not a political actor, and I would say that I'm a political non-actor. Um, neither of us belong to a political party, though there are political parties that bear similar beliefs to us. One party, political party, if you can call it that, which we have focused on at times in the past is the Libertarian Party. Been ebbs and flows. Long time ago, I issued a warning to the Libertarian Party that one day the lefties would take over. I'm happy to say I was entirely wrong, and nobody's taken over instead, <laughs> and that's good. So it should be. Yep. However, there is one brave woman, one powerful female the National Committee Chair of the Libertarian Party, Angela McArdle. You've probably seen her on Twitter sometimes. I would even call her outgroup. could probably get her on the show really easily to discuss this in greater detail. But instead, I'm just going to say what I feel 
and make things up. The U.S. Libertarian Party has filed for conservatorships over President Joe Biden and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, referring to them as geriatric elites mentally unfit to properly serve the American populace. Biden, That's kind of funny. It's fucking... Biden is the oldest living president, as you know, 80 years old, and plans to run for re-election, at which time he would be 82 if he had succeeded. You know the myriad gaffes. We've tracked many on this show. McConnell is actually older than him, believe it or not. He's 81, and he's represented Kentucky since 1985, which is incredible. Uh, He's practically a monarch. Calls for his resignation have ramped up recently, but lawmakers have froze the proposition. There was one time on the 26th of July, he was addressing reporters. Do you remember that he basically shut down? He's done it twice now, I believe. Another time on August 30th in Covington, Kentucky, he was asked if he would seek re-election. He did not respond. He didn't respond in any way. I don't think he took a breath either. He basically died for a moment. And this is what had prompted the Libertarian National Committee Chair, Angela McArdle, huge friend of the show. I'm just going to say right now, huge friend of the show, who oversees the nation's third largest political party. Now, that is something Newsweek didn't have to write because that's like saying there's the pyramid, the Great Wall, and then a pizza parlor. But anyway... She That's told like saying TLE is the third largest news outlet <laughs> <laughs> on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> on the internet by a long shot. NPR first. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> anyway, she said that the party had conferred with several attorneys. Three of them began drafting paperwork to legally force a conservatorship over the president of the United States. She goes, is it going to be a fight in the courts? Obviously. But we're committed to filing this thing, and we wanted to send a really strong statement that we're serious about getting someone in the White House who has the mental capacity to run this country because we don't have that right now. I I agree with everything she said. I also think it would be really funny if they managed to get it. Of course they won't get it. But, as usual, the Libertarian Party does some funny stuff, I have to say. Does some funny stuff. The petition for Biden states the following as to why he is incapacitated. The subject exhibits obvious signs of mental confusion and cognitive decline in public. He wanders around confused, stumbles over his words, and has incurred over $4.8 trillion in debt since taking office in 2021. (laughs) He's also involved us in an unwinnable war in Ukraine. I didn't know those things could make you retarded, but I like like it. Because the first few things, obvious signs of mental confusion and cognitive decline in public are things that every member of this podcast suffers from frequently. So I'm glad that (laughs) you also have to accrue $4.8 trillion in debt (laughs) to go further with this. The petition for McConnell is very similar. He exhibits obvious signs of mental confusion and cognitive decline. He had a stroke during an interview once and advocates for sending taxpayer money overseas. (laughs) The subject has also involved us in an unwinnable war, period. He also cannot manage finances. <laughs> the, the way that it's written. The way that it's, I've, the way that it's written is brilliant. 
The way that the thing is written is totally brilliant. You could tell they have to put in obvious signs of mental confusion and cognitive decline, and then they sort of just voice their opinions about things. Just kind of wander off I into love, other rambling I, about other things. I think it's beautiful that it reads, he had a stroke during an interview once and advocates for taxpayer money overseas. <laughs> I love going, he had Those a stroke lumping them together. Once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's good. So McArdle said that Biden and McConnell, in addition to Democratic Senators Dianne Feinstein, who's 90, and stroke victim John Fetterman, are too mentally impaired and lack the capacity to make important decisions that affect the American people. I don't disagree. I think it's probably true. Um, seems like it is uh, something that conversation needs to be started. Uh, so thank you to Angela McArdle. We really appreciate that. Uh, the Libertarian Party announced this on their Twitter, and one of the comments said, who approved this use of uh, who approved this use of party member funds? <laughs> That's, that, was the, that was the only comment that I saw at the time, which is pretty pretty great. Um, I don't know. I like it. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Should I give her Queen of the Week? Sure. Why not? Queen of the Week, Angela McArdle. Congratulations. Anytime you want to talk about how retarded any of these candidates are, just hit me up. Send me a message. We follow one another. Um... So, yeah, there you go. Congratulations. That'll be good. That'll be good. That's uh, that's the news. That's the news. Is that the news? Is that everything we got? Uh, Florida man arrested for trying to cross the Atlantic in a human-sized hamster wheel? Oh, man. Yeah, what the hell? Is How that even illegal? Good was that, dude? Yeah, that's wild. Is that illegal? Anything is fucking illegal if you're having too much fun in this country. That's true. Anything that's is. Truth. They fucking make anything illegal if it looks too fun. Hamster um, wheel, illegal. Yep. Another piece of rapid fire news. Ann Coulter called Donald Trump a gigantic pussy after he called her a has been stone cold loser. So they're <laughs> fighting, and that's good. And then one final piece of rapid fire news. Oh, this was really interesting. So you know what's going on in New Mexico, right? Oh, uh, yeah, with the, the, the ban? Uh, gun carry thing? Yeah, yeah, the ban on carry. Um, uh-huh. Unconstitutional ban on carry. I don't know if it's been frozen by the courts yet, but something tells me that out there in that region, they probably froze it already. But something that was... I uh, I saw that the attorney general came out and said he would not enforce it. Wouldn't enforce it. Yeah, I didn't think he would. Something that was yeah. really interesting, and I'm going to leave the listeners on this note so you can go and research this further yourself, but Dino, friend of the show Dino, goes by at pacing Jowska on Twitter, otherwise known as a nondescript user. I guess I don't know if he goes by Dino anymore, but he is today. Very few people tweeted this on at 10.10 p.m. September 9th. He writes, very few people making the connection that, number one, Governor Lujan was credibly accused of sexual assault and the case was settled out of court in 2021. And number two, Governor Lujan intends to disarm all men around her. Dino, he says, what do you think she's planning to do? (laughs) (laughs) My immediate response to him was, oh, wow, she's trying to fuck them is what you're saying. But I don't really know. I don't know quite what the point Dino is trying to say is. Is she trying to rape all of these men by disarming them and then raping them? Because she's raped before and she'll rape again, probably. And that's a joke. Uh, Don't sue me. Who knows? Go look it up. Well, until yeah, you know, I'd, I'd like to say next week, but I mean, I you know, we could be taken off, before, yeah, before the next yeah, week. we could be taken so, off. So until next time, two hands on the wheel. <laughs> <laughs>